0: Welcome to at Home. Uh, We are talking about social media, and I guess you'd have to be living under a rock if you don't know what social media is yet, but we're going to be talking about managing it. So I've come to the expert, Christy Nickel, owner of KJ Social. You are a social media manager, and that sounds very official, but when we find out really what you do, it's pretty simple, but it's a lot of work, right? It's a lot of work, yeah. Okay, so Christy, let's just talk about social media, what it means to you, how you got into it, and I guess where you kind of see
1: it all going now that you're dealing with it every day. Yeah, um, social media for me is something that's important in order for brands to show the human side of their brand. So it's one thing to go to a website and see, oh, I I see what you offer, I see um you know, the about you section, that's kind of as personal as it gets on a website. Mm-hmm. But then on the Instagram, for example, side of things, you are really getting into the who they are as like what their core values are there. And it kind of goes a lot deeper. Um, so yeah, for me, it's just about building community around a brand and being able to support what, well, for the most part, I work with local brands. So being able to you know, build a community around that and show people why it's better to support them as opposed to, you know, the bigger box stores.
0: So it's interesting, Christy, because we are talking social media, so we know that we're out there. And as Winnipeggers, we kind of think in Winnipeg, and you think of your business as being Winnipeg, but we got to think about it globally, right? Mm -hmm. How do you get people to think outside of
1: that? yeah it's um that's a good question i've never thought of it that way uh it is it, it really depends on who your target audience is right. in order to build a brand um you know nationally internationally and go beyond that local scale um i have worked with one brand that um ended up becoming an international brand throughout the time that we worked together and it was really exciting but it does change the way you have to present yourself and um, yeah it depends on I would say it mostly depends on who you're trying to appeal to so for the brands that I mostly work with they are selling something that is tangible and it's local Mm -hmm. and so they want to talk to people who are physically going to be able to come and get it from them um, whereas but I guess if you're thinking of it not
0: as solely for Winnipeg, you have to change your idea right and you Definitely. have to you have to almost think, well, what would someone in Toronto want want this product, or why would someone in Japan want this product? Yeah. and I think that's the way that we can get more global advertising and and I guess more global um, awareness Mm -hmm. of who we are,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. so it definitely depends on your goals as a business and who you're trying to appeal to. I think those are the two main things that you have to consider when you're deciding, am I going to branch out and am I going to try to appeal to people outside of my local community? Mm -hmm. Um, So if you're offering something that can be sold online and shipped, then that's definitely something that needs to be top of mind for you because you don't want to limit yourself to just the people in your direct vicinity. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, yeah, target audience would come right after that where you have to decide who am I, what's the type of person I'm trying to appeal to and then really nail down uh, on, let's say you're primarily marketing on Instagram, that's where my specialty lies. um, You are finding those types of, exact people that you're trying to sell to and you're engaging with them constantly and that's one way that you're going to try to bring your brand name in front of people outside of who already exists in your community. Okay, Instagram.
0: Mm-hmm. So that is the place to go.
1: Where is Facebook? Where is Twitter on all <laughs> of this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you need that too? Yeah, uh, it depends on who you are and who your target audience is. It always goes back to kind of your target audience. But I would say, so I've, I've worked on... Majority of the platforms when I first started in the business. It was with a company most of you would know at Shea ice cream It's a yes. wonderful local local brand So I started with them as their marketing communications director right when they first launched I was with them pre yeah. pre opening their doors and uh, And that's what kind of made me fall in love with the world of social media because we built this incredible community around their brand mm-hmm. And it was so much fun to do. And so when we first started with them, or when I first started with them, we were on all the platforms. because I thought I was fresh out of school. I thought that's (laughs) what you needed to do. And we were on the Twitter and Facebook and whatever. And Twitter, Mm -hmm. it's such an interesting place. I personally try to stay away from it. I find it very negative. Mm -hmm. And I don't see the need for it unless you are, interestingly enough, in the farming industry. <laughs> <laughs> Farmers love Twitter. <laughs> uh, and I learned that, like, uh, Shay Ben actually did really uh, pretty okay on Twitter because... They, had a, they got a lot of their ingredients from farmers, they got Dairy their milk direct yes. from farmers in Manitoba. So yeah, it was an interesting learning experience there, or if you're a big celebrity. And it, there's, it's, <laughs> there, there's probably other um, industries that do really well in it too, but I've kind of stayed away from it for the most part. Um, Facebook is slowly dying. I don't, I, I don't love Facebook either. It's becoming a, very much a pay-to-play platform. So unless you are willing to invest in the advertising side of it, it's not really a beneficial place if you're just looking to do organic social media. Okay,
0: and so organic is your specialty. Yeah. So and you, I'm going back to what you said, building a community. Uh, How much does video play into it?
1: And yes, and (laughs) photography. And we know photography is already there, but video. Yeah, it starts, well, I mean, Instagram, I'm going to get and talk to Instagram specifically. So uh, it started off as a photo sharing platform. And now it is so heavily focused on video. And that's just because Instagram as a platform themselves wants to develop and grow with what their audience wants to see and Mm -hmm. so they see Well video is doing well on Facebook their other platform that is co-owned So video does well there. So we're going to test it out here and then they do a slow rollout and Realize people's attention spans are much better focused on video where (laughs) it's constantly moving and giving you new information so yeah they when they launched reels that was probably the biggest turning point in uh, the time frame that I've been in social media because it was it was such a drastic switch from Mm -hmm. stop posting photos (laughs) to do this uh do reels because it's I guess a little bit of background is when Instagram launches a brand new feature what they want from people is to jump on that feature as soon as possible. So the people out there managing pages like me are looking to jump on those things as fast as possible. And then the algorithm actually is they're going to reward you for doing that. so whenever instagram launches something new the best thing you can do is jump on it whether it's you don't have to worry about being perfect on it but they want to see that you're utilizing it you're trying it and then they're going to push that out to more people because they want those more people to then try it as well so christy it is interesting because we are talking
0: social media more for business Where do you draw the line between business and personal?
1: Hmm. It's a good question. I think it depends on, again, what you're, what you're offering. There are really great ways to mesh the two. Mm -hmm. I always love to give, Generate Cake seems like a very easy example to give because they're local (laughs) icons, but they just have nailed the blending of business and personal and somehow have made, um, made their hair and nails a part of their brand and (laughs) make it make sense. And I don't know how they did it, but just they are incredible. And I mean, that's what you get when you have a professional brander on your team and a designer on your team. And um, yeah, it can be done very well and it can also be something that's, that can, you can keep very separate. Mm -hmm. And I know for my own page, I've struggled with that a little bit. Like how much of myself do I bring into it? But you learn as you go and as you kind of test things out for your clients, too, that the more you can bring yourself into it, the more you can be transparent and show people that you're a human behind your brand, the more they're going to react and uh, engage with you. So I do think that it's important to do both, whether you need a page for each Mm -hmm. is kind of personal. um, It's a personal decision that you can make yourself i don't think there's one right way or wrong, wrong way to do it
0: where do you see this whole social media scene going uh will it just keep on growing and growing in it and will tv ads radio ads mm-hmm. billboards just be way of the dodo past.
1: um yeah i do i do think that platforms digital platforms are going to take over I don't think that there's any doubt about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whether it's in the form of social media or something more video heavy, um, I do think just anything digital is going to take over just because we're able to track things so specifically and analyze things. Whereas you might pay for a commercial and yeah, you know how many mass people have seen that slot, but you don't, you can't nail down that people have actually engaged with it mm-hmm. and actually watched your specific time frame in that spot. So that's where I think traditional advertising is gonna kind of go away. There's a time in the place right now, but for future, I do think that people are going to want that more nitty gritty, give me the numbers. How do I know that this is working? And that's only possible on digital platforms.
0: All right, so you're not gonna go away okay. because next up, we're gonna find out, uh, we're gonna be talking about posts. So what should you be writing or saying? What photos or video you should be using? And hey, and how important are numbers? I guess they really are important. So don't go away, you're watching you at Home and we'll be back with Christy and KJ Social right after this. Welcome back to You at Home. My special guest is Christy Nickel from KJ Social. We are talking social media, and now we're getting down into the nitty gritty. So you do have some sheets. I want to know about what you say in your posts, how many posts, um, the difference between TikTok and Instagram. We haven't said the TT word yet, sort of, but uh, that's certainly exploded. Um, so let's start. Uh, we were I made a. Uh, I guess we're going to be talking about posting mm-hmm. and what you should be saying and not saying. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so what we have in front of us is the Instagram audit that I kind of came up with as the main things that I run any new client through uh, before I do anything on their page and that kind of helps me determine uh, how often I should be posting, what days I should be posting on, um, where in their content I think things are missing where they could add more of certain things and that kind of thing. So I think today it might be fun to kind of go through the audit on your own page if you're willing (laughs) Um, and maybe people can get even even one great kind of thing that they can do on their own page and yeah hopefully it'll help so yeah so on the Instagram audit we start with is your page set up as a business creator or personal account so if you're trying to sell things and you want data and uh, analytics to help you make future decisions based on your posts, mm-hmm. then you want to be either a creator or a business account because that's the only way that you're going to be able to track what your posts are doing and how they're performing. Okay. okay. Um, then you're going to go to your profile image. You've got a great clear profile image. Mm-hmm. Everybody, if you were to search in the search bar um, and this popped up, you're going to know exactly exactly that this is you <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. so That's you're good. doing
1: good there <laughs> yep yeah. um, instagram bio so you should be answering the questions what are people going to get out of following you who are you trying to appeal to and you do a great job of that here where you talk about lifestyle entertainment local um, people know what they're getting out of reading this bio so that's great where the one thing that you can improve on is just adding a call to action so you've got a link here what do you want people to do with that link
0: okay yeah follow subscribe or exactly so yeah and they
1: can do all that by clicking this link in the bio I'm assuming so yeah so that's one thing that can just help direct your audience by um, exactly to do what you want them to do perfect Um, your bold line here I like you is a direct copy of your Instagram handle I like you so that's uh the bold line is actually a searchable uh line so it's where you might want to insert some keywords like where you operate out of so if you say that you're local what does that mean so you're Winnipeg based so you might want to put Winnipeg in there so if anybody's searching anything to do with Winnipeg entertainment you're gonna pop up okay so yeah so something like that Mm Um, caption writing so you just want to make sure when you're going into a caption we've got a great Leonard Taylor video up here but uh, you've got good spacing white space between your between your caption which is great it makes it readable and you're starting off with a hook that's going to bring people in to want to read more so that's the main thing you have to capture people's attention in three seconds or less okay three seconds yeah (laughs) people have very short attention spans on social media um, and then we've got story uh, Instagram Story Highlights. So that's this area here where you have a highlight that you have once posted to your stories. And then you want to kind of encapsulate it into one kind of theme. So you've got lots of them, which is awesome. Um, they could probably be tailored down into more specific things. So I kind of like to look at it as the Coles notes of what people are going to get out of the rest of your page. Right. So kind of give them a teaser into what they can expect from you and what's important to you. Right. Um, and then the posts themselves. So are you sharing all the important aspects of your brand? Are you giving 80% value and then only 20% asking them to subscribe? Or comment or whatever, asking them to do something. So you want to really provide value up front okay. and show uh, like, show that you are relatable, You, what you do behind the scenes, things that are important to your core values as a business. Okay. And then, so after building that trust, then you can ask them to do something for you. So having that nice little 80, 20% 80, percent. Percent kind of, yeah um, split in content. So I kind of look for that as well. Um, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So that's oh. kind of like a Cole's notes of the Instagram audit. Right. And then right. you're able to, once I actually have, um, I don't have access to the back end of your page to look at the right. analytics, but if I'm doing it for a client myself, um, then you can dive even deeper and you can get into the metrics of, well, in the past six months, what types of content have done best for me so that I can then create more of those. Okay, and that's so important, right? Super important.
0: Yeah. It's and probably
1: the most important part yeah. of the next part of your strategy is what is content that's gonna actually relate to my audience okay
0: so and that is also spilling down into numbers and so numbers obviously are really important what is a ballpark um number that means that you are doing well or i guess that is all dependent that's all dependent on the business
1: yeah it's totally dependent on your your industry first of all so if you were to look at engagement rates for example that's going to be different for every industry that you're looking at between you know 20 different industries um, I can say you know 1.5% is average but that's average for a specific industry let's say fashion versus politics you Mm -hmm. know so it's going to be totally totally dependent on what your industry is what your follower count is because it's a lot easier to have high engagement when you have a low follower count Mm-hmm. because you're dividing it by, well, let's say engagement rate is um, your engagement, like your likes and comments divided by your follower count times 100. So okay. if you're dividing it by, you know, 10,000 followers as opposed to 1,000 followers, you're going to have a much lower engagement rate. Exactly. So it's going to kind of depend on that as well. So it, oh. there's no, there's no, <laughs> there's no, there's stepping, no like, yes. glorious number that you can, kind oh, of achieve but, but yeah and it's just
0: I guess a lot of hard work on you on your end too, right? to figure out what is popular and what isn't for your client so I'm going to ask you to I see a lot of women starting up their own social media businesses management uh, you know and all those kinds of things why is there not more male involvement
1: mm. it's a good question um, and I, I will say that for me The biggest thing was even in my past jobs, where even if I'm doing the same kind of work that I'm doing now, I never felt quite settled in those jobs. And so I constantly felt myself pulling away because I had this desire for flexibility and control over my own schedule. And I think. Uh, as somebody with a predominantly creative brain, I need that ability to step away, go for a walk, go to the gym, even go on a trip if I need an elongated period where I need to re-inspire my creativity. And so I think for me, creating that balance for myself was essential in order to foster my best, happy, healthy, balanced life. And I think that's probably why a lot of women are stepping away from that nine to five because they don't have that nine to five brain where I'm on for eight hours a day. No, not, not, I don't think the majority of humans have that, but, <laughs> but, uh, I think there's a time and place for it. And there's somebody who thrives in that kind of in- uh, environment, but for me, and I'm assuming most women in social media, that would be why they'd step away from that office culture and try to create their own life on their own terms and we are very good at storytelling and creating value in a much deeper way than what i've seen from other sides of social media so yeah i wouldn't say that there's one one better than the other but i would say we are predominantly women um run in this industry so Oh, yes. Well, we just know. Yeah. We just know <laughs> We're good better. storytellers. Yes. Yeah.
0: No, and I think that is the key, too. It's, you know, storytellers, how you present, you know, your business or a creator, if that's what you are, too. And, you know, I, I, I thank you. I, you've straightened out a lot of things for me today. And certainly, social media is needed, but it's definitely a need to navigate it. And that's why we have experts like Christy. And, you know, thank you so much and good luck in your business. Thank you so much. And it's so nice to support women yes. and following
1: their dreams. Yes, it was so nice to chat with you. Thank you. Great.
0: So that wraps another Hue at Home episode. Thanks for joining us and go out and make today the best day yet. We'll see you next time on Hue at Home.
1: The Journey Into Yoga podcast. It's not for people who like yoga. It's for people who don't like yoga. Follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at AveryRich.com. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer.